Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Today, let's take a look ahead, say 10 or 15 years. On a recent program, we mentioned that Moore's Law seems to be getting close to running out of steam. Moore's Law pretty accurately predicted that the power of computer chips, and thus computers, would double about every 18 months or so, and that has been true for decades. But even Gordon Moore himself recently said that he thought his prediction, which came to be known as Moore's Law, has pretty much run its course. Waiting in the wings, though, is a new technology called quantum computing, and it promises to make computers possible that are many times more powerful than our current digital computers, because it works not with bits, but with qubits. A bit of explanation is probably in order here. A bit, of course, is an abbreviation for binary digit. A qubit, not surprisingly, is a contraction of the words quantum digit. As its name suggests, a binary digit, or a bit, can only be in one of two states, which we often represent as on or off, just like a light switch. A bit is either a one or a zero. A light is either on or off. And bits are what make our computers go today. A qubit is not necessarily only on or only off. Because of how things behave at the quantum level, a qubit can be in what's referred to as a superposition of both states at the same time, and with respect to many different possible variables. This is a function of the nature of reality at the quantum level, at least as best we know about it at present. At the quantum level, nothing is in a particular state until we actually observe it. Until then, it's in a superposition of possible states. That is a real mouthful, and far from a detailed explanation about qubits. What's important here is that computers that can use qubits rather than using digital bits that we use today will be many, many times more powerful than any computer we have in the world today, including the current most powerful supercomputers. So when will we see these qubit-using quantum computers become a regular part of our electronic world? A lot of very big players, for instance IBM, are betting that quantum computers will be with us within a decade. Get ready for our world to be a whole lot different than it is today in ways that, for better or worse, we can't even imagine now. The term qubit itself, by the way, started out as a sort of joke. Ben Schumacher, a physicist, was talking with another physicist and used the term qubit with a Q, joking that it sounded like the ancient measurement, which is pronounced qubit, but starts with a C rather than a Q. Recall, for example, that in the Bible, when God told Noah to build an ark, the dimensions were measured in cubits. At any rate, the name in the quantum realm stuck. And unlike the ancient term qubit with a C, the term qubit with a Q is barely 20 years old. And as long as we're considering possible new levels of computing power in the next 10 to 15 years, we might as well take a look at the way Ray Kurzweil sees the future in the same time frame. Now, what follows may sound a bit far-fetched, but before we attribute these ideas to some tin hat-wearing oddball, 
Recall that the name you may have seen on the electric piano at your last high-end rock concert might well have been Kurzweil. Or think about the blind friend of yours whose computer reads out loud what's on the computer screen so your friend can understand it. Or think of the work that the current director of engineering at Google is doing to make machines more capable of understanding the meaning of what people are searching for so that the results they get are exactly what they're seeking. What do those things have in common? They're all the inventions and or the work of Ray Kurzweil, Google's current director of engineering. So, here's a view of what part of our lives may be like in the next 15 years or so, excerpted from an interview with Ray Kurzweil conducted by the Association of Computing Machinery, or ACM, in their People of ACM series in April of 2016. Quote, There's a virtual and augmented reality revolution now getting started using external devices. By the 2030s, We'll be able to do this from within the nervous system. Nanorobots the size of blood cells will enter the brain through capillaries and provide the brain with signals as if they were coming from our real senses. Eyes, ears, tactile sense, etc. These nanorobots will be communicating wirelessly with each other and with the cloud and will provide an interactive virtual environment. In these virtual environments, We'll have a body which could be just like our body in real reality, or could be different. A couple could exchange bodies, for example, in a virtual environment. Ultimately, these virtual environments will be as realistic as real reality. Some will be recreations of earthly environments, and some will be new fantastic ones limited only by our imagination. We'll also have augmented reality, so that you can be in a real living room, but have a friend sitting there on the couch with you, even as she's hundreds of miles away. In the 2030s, she may in fact be an artificial intelligence with no physical counterpart. End quote. There's an old curse which says, May you live in interesting times. Between quantum computing and virtual realities that are as real as any other reality, we may find ourselves, and certainly our children will find themselves, living in a world that is, quite literally, beyond our imagining today. Interesting times, for sure. And we'll do our best to keep looking at least a bit around the future electronic corner to try to see what's plausibly ahead for us all, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Music